0: Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is May 27th, 2022. It's a Friday. Uh, I know I'm kind of coming at you again uh, early. I usually do Saturdays, but uh, I've been doing like some work on the weekend. So, uh, and definitely we're just going to do a little Friday and then Sunday action, I think. Um... But yeah, I had a good week, uh, very productive, good things are happening, I hope, you know, it feels like they are. Um, I'm in a good mindset, I'm working my ass off, um, feet still hurt, you know, I'm old, um, but hey, we're managing, uh, thank you, Advil, not sponsored, um, let's see, food and beverage, I wanna talk some light stuff, we're getting into some heavy shit. Also, sorry for my notifications, I guess I'm a popular guy today. I don't know. That's weird. Um, I need to unlink my phone to my computer. Uh, But yeah, food. Food and beverage. Let's start with the beverage. Uh, I was hankering something I hadn't tried before, at least officially. Uh, I went and got a cold brew coffee from Starbucks, Uh, to be exact. It was a cold brew with the foam. I feel like that's important. I feel like that's like a status thing. You're letting people know when you get the foam i apparently there's options um i posted about this the other day but like it whenever i go to starbucks it feels like a hurt locker situation the stress in me is very tense i'm my butt is very clenched because i don't want to fuck it up and be that guy you know and i'm already making some like barista's day even worse because they have to explain to me because i'm like an idiot um so i just walked up and i just said hey like you know i'm trying to get a cold brew (laughs) i said it like like it was like it was a new like the first time drug buy like it was so embarrassing but the barista was very nice uh they um they just you know let me know my options i got a caramel salted caramel it was delicious um it it was definitely just giving iced coffee vibe but i mean hey it was good it was very good also i paid what like 525 or like whatever like (laughs) and it was like I I got what I with the grande the little medium but it was definitely a little medium motherfuckers looking medium but hey I'm poor so you know let me let me bitch and moan about this but it was very good Uh, they're very helpful so yeah I would definitely try it again um I might have a report because I want to do a Pepsi challenge I want to try the Dunkin Donuts one see what that what that's hidden like if it really is worse or if it's like you know comparable we'll see we'll see I'll get back to you um for the food for the food what do we eat uh, i had canes today <laughs> um kenny combo extra toast extra slaw i'm a slaw boy i've been seeing some coleslaw slander and i understand i used to be one of them um but the scales have left my eyes like paul <laughs> and uh um i just truly see that this mayo semi-salad thing is all right it's okay okay it's all right um when you let a little mayo in your life things really change dramatically that's all i'm gonna say your health it goes downhill but hey whatever it's fine i like picnic food what can i say um let's see i'm really just putting it off here i'm really circling the drain i don't like this episode I'm, i'm gonna tell you now i don't like the queue today uh some things are good most of it's blah um but we're gonna talk about it we're gonna get into it um, I'm going to start off with the Ukraine stuff. Good news is it's kind of short. Bad news is it's not good. <laughs> um, pretty much, I, I got this as a little quick update from CNN, but I'm just going to kind of broad stroke it for you. Uh, it's from their live updates. Uh, you can always just go and check and they will just have like almost a play by play. It's very minute too. Uh, if you're really into that. Uh, but, um, Zelensky promises Donbass will be Ukraine again or Ukrainian again, as Russian forces continue to make gains. So essentially, last I thing we left off, we are talking about Mariupol, um, more or less everything went down there. Um, it seems that Russia really has in their phase two of things really kind of acclimated to what the situation is for them, that they can't just come into Ukraine and take everything they want, so they really are just kind of focused on the east. And... Um, Not only are they just going to focus, they're going to take the winning strategies that has been working for them, which is like kind of doing a very hard, aggressive, like surrounding strangling of a city, of an area, taking it over, taking back territory that they lost to the Ukrainians, you know, earlier. So, you know, things aren't looking good in that regard. Um, Also, I mean, there's definitely been talks about like, hey, maybe we should be talking about concessions. And I mean, that's something where, you know, I think would be a good thing to get to just to end this. Um, But at the same time, the ukrainian kind of line is we're not negotiating like we're not or if we are negotiating it is about taking back all of the territory that was lost and they're not just talking about this invasion this conflict this war right now they're talking about the whole war so we're going back before 2014 it's going to be a hard conversation to get through and you're not even at the table with putin or whoever right now so uh you know who knows uh but that's all i really have for that it was pretty short uh on the information pretty short on the you know real big events or anything like that um at least as i know uh update from the whole baby formula shortage thing uh, I got this from cnn politics uh, baby formula arise in indianapolis from germany on u.s military aircraft to address critical need um so this is the first installment a baby formula that we've gotten abroad um i know i kind of just put the story up i want to say like a couple weeks ago so i was already kind of behind on it then i think um but uh there just has been an update in terms of that so 35 tons of baby formula have arrived that was sunday um and uh that's a good thing but sadly This is like a very specific shipment. So like this is like the first wave. It's meant to uh, go for like it's like an hypoallergenic formula for babies who really need it. And they have like an intolerant uh, and it will be fed to babies intolerant of protein and cow milk. So these aren't even going to the shelves. These aren't even stocking anything. So that's kind of disconcerting in that regard. But it is good that something is happening um also this is called Operation Fly Formula, which I think is very cute. Uh let's see. Also the thing too I heard like even though it's such a big number, um let's see. The first uh, of Operation Fly Formula will provide enough formula for 9,000 babies and 8 000, 18, 000 toddlers um for one week. So it's a lot, but like in the scheme of things it is just a drop in the bucket of what we need. Um, you know, meanwhile, we're still waiting on the Abbott, uh, facility to open back up. Also, I found out a little bit more on the, uh, bacterial infection. Um, I believe it's called a chronobacter. So, I mean, I learned a little bit about this, like, more or less today, but, like, it's something that's not really harmful to us, but newborn babies, it's very much so. Um, if it gets into their mouth, it can cause, like, just a lot of problems, be very bad lead to, lead to death um and just the situation at hand like it, they uh, i got this from the daily like they went back and they really just like kind of discussed how like they found out that this was like an issue it can form in dry arid like places so it's forming like in the born like, in the baby formula and then being shipped out and then you know being ingested into the babies and they were getting sick and dying But, you know, trying to prove it, trying to go through all the hurdles and everything, it really wasn't easy. Um, They tried to put up testing for it, and, like, the testing was really, like, really low. Um, And even with this testing, it just still went through, like, still got through. So, you know, we kind of are where we are. Um, They are, like I said, opening up the Abbott plant in Sturgis, Michigan. Um, Hopefully, things will be better. Hopefully, there will be new protocols, more, like uh you know focus on this kind of stuff um but yeah i mean it's definitely really scary um there will be more formula along the like coming to as well um i don't know from where i did uh, hear about it i'm not sure there's more in this article i know i should know these things but you know how it'd be it's a lot of info <laughs> and i'm one guy who works at a you know a whole ass other job and then a food job on the side um but yeah lot of shit there um plus this is like the big article that we're getting to here um and of course i'll definitely keep you updated on the um baby formula stuff as i get more news for sure um we're gonna take this break a little early Maybe one day I get to the point where I edit these out, these little rare little moments. But I like them. I think they're cute, even though, you know, this is just whatever. But let's talk about it. This was it's been the news of the week. It's been real big. It's real fucking sad. Um, I got it from Yahoo News. um, Associated Press is like where they got it from. Um, Onlookers urged police to charge into Texas school. Um, story takes place. I, mean, I call it a story. I really want to be so fucking detached from the shit. Um, happened in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, Rob Elementary School. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. 19 children and two teachers uh, were killed. Uh, it was a massacre. I mean, It's just all kinds of, I'm really trying not to get emotional about this. I know I shouldn't, like, I mean, I hate that because it can kind of feel really like fake or forced, whatever. This isn't my thing. It's not like this happened to me, but it's just sad to see the shit, hear the shit. Um, And it is one of those things where, you know, I'm doing this shit, researching it, and it is something I will tell people is it's okay to take breaks from the news. It's something I did before I got into this stuff when I would get my interest peaked, but there are just sometimes when the, the, the discourse online can be very bluh on either side, no matter what you feel or think. And then plus, just the actual situation is very sad, and it's really fucked up, and it's hard to come up with answers, and what do you do? But um, Salvador Ramos, 18 years old, um, he started off his day in an argument with his grandmother. Um... I guess the argument escalated in a way for him where he felt that it was time. Uh, plus he had already been planning this and on social media, like talking and doing things, talking about like, you know, being prepared and doing stuff the next day. Though there really isn't a motive on why he did this, um, at least from what happened or what we know so far. Um, he, he shoots her in the face. Um, now his grandma is still alive. His grandmother's still alive. Um, she stumbles out. Uh, a neighbor tends to her, um, let's see, the neighbor Gilbert Gallegos, um, and they tend to her, um, let's see, or maybe this person just saw the situation, um, but they take her in, they, like, try to tend to her wounds as best they can, call the police. Um, Ramos then gets into his grandparents' truck, um, and also, I found this out, I believe, from Start Here, ABC News, uh, that he doesn't know how to drive. He's 18 years old. He's able to buy a gun, you know, without any credentials, anything, easy as you like, long as you have the money. And he had been trying beforehand also to, like, through his sister, other, like, members and stuff to, like, get a weapon, get a firearm. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that for you. Um, but he doesn't know how to drive. Doesn't have a license. But he's able to put it in gear after like figuring it out. Panicked, he takes the truck and he drives down to Rob Elementary School. He then crashes the the truck into a ditch. Um, and now here's where the story gets. I want to say complicated. And I only say that because there is a report that I heard initially that then splinters into another report, and then we kind of have where we're at now on Friday. Where the police are saying, well, we didn't have all the answers at the time. We're still trying to figure out everything out. And and people are like, why did X and Y happen? So we're, we're going to try to do our best to get into it. Um, but essentially, he crashes into the ditch. He then... Um, let's see. I'm trying to... I would like to kind of maybe run it off of where they say it. Um... Okay, officials say he encountered a school district security officer outside the school, uh, th- uh, though there were conflicting reports from authorities on whether the men exchanged fire. After running inside, he fired on two arriving Uvalde police officers who were outside the building, said Texas uh, Department of Public Safety spokesperson Travis Consinde, 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 uh the police officers were injured now there's been reports from the police officers that like they, they weren't even on scene and that they weren't even shot at they weren't even engaging that they did just wait which is another part of this um he then barricades um yeah, after entering the school ramos charged uh into one classroom and began to kill he barricaded himself by locking the door and just started shooting children and teachers that were inside the classroom and this was from Lieutenant Christopher uh, Olivares of the Department of Public Safety. Um, let's see. And then all those who were in that classroom were killed. So, I mean, that's more or less where he did everything. Um, there are other reports from other kids that um, they could hear what was happening. You know, they could hear all the gunshots. So they followed the drill, the protocol. Um it's alleged that also that maybe he was able to get in and find an unlocked door. Um, which I feel like the police and stuff are using this as like a deflection and other politicians, uh, cause both sides are just going crazy on this shit. Just trying to say this and drive this. Um, it's, it's fucking a lot. Um, let's see. The um, Department of Public Safety director Steve McGraw told reporters that 40 minutes to an hour elapsed, um, which, let me interject here, I love the BBC for trying to keep it real here, Um, more or less from what they recorded and reported. They're like, it's 54 minutes, about an hour. To me, that's important because they jostle down these numbers to as low as they can fucking get it on this shit, and I think it's fucked up. Um, But told reporters that 40 minutes to an hour elapsed uh from when ramos opened fire on the school security officer to when the tactical team shot him uh through a through a department spokesperson said later that they could not give their uh give a solid estimate of how long the government was in the school or when he killed um there's a quote from mcgraw uh bottom line law enforcement was there they did engage immediately they did contain ramos in the classroom they did not do anything fucking immediately that and this is where i'm putting myself in i'm trying to that's why i'm trying to pull from, from much as the story as possible because for me i do feel a way about this it is one of those things where we've covered this shit time and time again it, it, you know it you didn't need my podcast to tell you cops do what they fucking do every day you hear stories all the time about these people pulling the trigger and having no problem doing it to a black kid to just some random poor person that they don't give a shit about and they're gonna get away with it they literally have a license to do this so when you hear that these cops had the opportunity to do something and they and instead of doing something, they just hold up a perimeter and they hold it for more than 40 minutes up to about a goddamn hour while the parents are listening and hearing everything right outside of that school. To hear people like look for their kids and hear, like, like they know, (laughs) they know. And they're trying to talk and you hear them talk to reporters and they're like, yeah, at this point, I'm just going to have to go to the funeral home to check because I've checked everywhere else. I've checked hospitals. I've checked everywhere and they're not at the school. I don't know what's happening. So to know that these cops just sat there and played position and like were to the point where they were restraining parents it's just fucking sad and then to see them play this deflection game like they're talking about the kid's mental illness they want to keep bringing up the world word evil yes this kid this man he did some evil ass fucking shit and it's sad too it's the same fucking evil shit that the fucking guy from buffalo did yeah this guy didn't have a manifesto where he got racial or whatever. But this is like a school full of just Latin kids, like Hispanic kids, Latin kids for the most part. It's fucking sad. And this is supposed to be a safe area. A nice, clean, suburban type area, dude. Um It is said uh what is that? I think a Border Patrol guy was the guy who actually uh did the shot, who actually did the fucking work. Um Man, I don't know it's just this shit is fucking it's sad as hell and it's really disgusting to see like this all fucking happen this all fucking go down and like i said immediately see the cops play their fucking role to try to sit there and run like well yeah like we did the best we could with what was happening and it's like you literally waited for the what the SWAT team to come like 19 kids fucking nineteen people died Like, I just don't. 19 children, two more people, man. Like, you know what I mean? The teachers. And then to hear, too, that the husband of one of the teachers, I think he had a heart attack after. Like, he literally died of sadness from this shit. And I just think this shit literally could have been prevented. It could have been stopped if the cops literally just did the job. They have the power. They have the money to do the shit. And this is what we pay them to do. You know? Um instead you're going to hear the rhetoric from people like oh no 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 we need to give schools more guns we need to uh arm we need to arm teachers we need to potentially arm students like we need to do this we need to uh, give them more drills we need to lock more doors um cuz that's going to stop this that's what's going to make this go away um so far the only one thing i have heard is like yeah like mental illness is definitely an issue it definitely needs to be attended to yes that's for sure that is a certainty um but leave it to a conservative to say that in these kind of moments but then not give any funding or any support to any kind of goddamn bill that helps it um meanwhile the other side are saying hey um this could have been fucking prevented by more gun control more regulation uh beta or work is also in this article um he calls out Greg Abbott in a meeting, or like they have like this little meeting, and uh you know Abbott is talking, he's saying all this stuff, you know he's making all these points, and Beto O'Rourke, uh who is like his political challenger uh for this year coming up, you know, I get or is it this year coming up for elections I don't know I, I yeah, November, sorry, my brain, I'm coming in and out of it um, but um, he called it predictable, um, he just starts calling out in the middle of this fucking thing um he says this is on you until you choose to do something different this will continue to happen um he was escorted out by like security everyone's yelling at him um apparently the Valdi mayor don mclaughlin uh yelled at him and called him a sick son of a bitch um i heard the audio he's like uh, the the big thing i heard that it kind of made me chuckle i know i like i like chaos and conflict um someone's like yelling you're out of line you're out of line. This is out of line. And I'm like, I guess, I guess talking about gun control right now is like out of line. Um, More or less, he, you know, accused uh, Abbott accused him of being, you know, politicizing the event, uh, which is like a lot. It's a lot of counter rhetoric from the conservatives. Like, this is so disgusting it's so evil that joe biden and everyone would do this i mean honestly i will give it to joe crime bill fucking joe this is definitely on brand for him like he's he's pro enforcement of these kind of things so i mean yeah okay and like he did do a little address about this kind of shit um i mean the thing is though and this is where I kind of get caught in the middle here. And, I, you know, I, I get it. I, this is just from a person who's trying to do the best like everybody else to kind of take a grasp of this. What do you do? What? How, where do you go? Um, I do think regulation and more laws would be good. I know some of my friends don't like hearing that because um, they love their guns. And I get that. I, like I said before, I like shooting. It's a fun activity. When you're responsible, uh, it's great. Um, but I do think when people take it to, like, the good guy narrative, if I have a gun, I can stop this, proof, this proof, you can't, you fucking can't, you won't, like, you will fail to do it, someone will be killed and hurt, there's just no, there's no way around that, um, at the same time, I'm realistic, like, people are gonna be mad about this shit, um, we're gonna have back-to-back shootings and massacres and all this shit, but people go numb, and it's really fucking sad, like, it's sad that this is our exceptionalism. It's in it. You can't sit there and say that we're so great and we're all, we're all that in a bag of fucking chips and ignore the fact that we are literally just the, the pinnacle, the apex of warfare and violence. We've got it down to a molecular level in our own fucking society, in our own fucking streets, our own nation. You can't get away from that the The fact that literally there are other countries, like Mexico, below us, they literally actually have a, had a great handle, a great idea, and how to enforce and regulate their shit. But too bad you can just go across the border and buy guns in a fucking parking lot from Bubba fucking Joe, and you have a gun now. Like Texas is so easy; it's just so easy. And and who am I to fucking talk? I live in Ohio. Like literally we have we've already talked about the concealed carry bullshit like you don't even have to tell the cops you know just whatever just you don't have you don't need a license just whatever just you have a gun it's your rat it's your right to bear arms brother um and it's so hard to beat that mentality and even if you do beat it because we did have a gun ban on like what the ar 15 or whatever for like what 10 years hearing the details of that um once again i was listening to more shit i was listening to the journal um The person who was on there, he just picks it apart. He was literally saying, like, look, it it was a good step. But it it more or less just banned cosmetic bullshit. You could literally just buy an equivalent of an AR-15 and be able to do the same kind of shit. It's just people were a little bit more disenfranchised and it slowed it down. But then it picked right back up. And, um, you know, it's a shame that we did have another fucking Sandy Hook moment, you know? And, um... You know, it's scary to think the kind of propaganda that's going to come out of it um i already know that there was like some bullshit off of reddit where someone was they alleged someone else who was like a trans like person um did all this for like like they tried to like insert and make a like a motive and it was literally the wrong person it wasn't even this ramos person it's completely different so you're like smearing this person's name Throwing their image out there. And even, like, a, what was it, Rand Paul or some fucking shit? Like, is over here trying to talk about it before he deleted the tweet. So, these people are grasping at straws. Um, like I said, I think I mentioned, the NRA shit was literally today. Uh, that was fucking fire. <laughs> um, it, 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 same state. Same, like, you know, like, <laughs> not that far away. Greg Abbott literally was set to attend. Uh, he tried to save face by just doing a little phone and pre-record. Uh, but our boy Donald Trump showed up with his big fat ass. Um, he had a lot of shit to say about all the good shit that he did, and how this was a mentally ill, evil person. Which they love to like throw all that together. He was mentally ill and evil. That's that's why this happened. Okay, okay, all right. Like you could have caught the shit. Like it, it's not just the cops. Like it, it's a collaborative effort for sure. But it's just crazy the the shit that gets thrown out on both sides. Um, I do hope that things change and that I'm wrong as fuck. Um, that this isn't just something that we're just gonna be used to, but we keep seeing it time and time again. And um, you know they're not gonna change anything with these fucking cops. They ain't doing shit. They 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 barely have to say oops and that's that's it. And then we just move on um, but I will keep you posted, sorry, that was all over the place, um, I got an, uh, this is a little bit of update correction, um, I wanted to talk about Gunna, um, the other half of the Rico situation that's going on, um, in Georgia, um, essentially, there was, um, information on his bail, there was no bail, um, So I guess from the previous article, they just didn't have that info, and now I have it. Now I got it over the week. Um, So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Uh, Sergio Kitchens is his uh, government name, but um, yeah, it it does seem really fucked up that they're denying his bail. Uh, They're doing it on the implication that from the prosecution that he might threaten the witnesses, and I'm assuming that's the same kind of situation that they're pulling on Young Thug uh the judge said they're gonna like go along with that but essentially i think their trial isn't set till literally next year the start of next year uh january 2023 so they're gonna be locked up from now till then they could pay the bail and just be out but they're literally forcing them to do that like they're forcing them to stay in jail uh i think that's fucking garbage i don't fucking like it um if anything more happens i will definitely keep you posted on that uh another update i missed this this is from the 18th um let's see bbc news uh china eastern plane crash likely intentional u.s reports say um now that i don't believe like the let's see what is it? the civil aviation administration of china uh they led the investigations on the crash uh but they didn't really respond to the bbc for comment But I guess essentially the U.S. report kind of came out because maybe they had worked alongside of them, but more or less they were saying, like, look, this feels intentional because there was nothing wrong. Like, from what we got from the black box findings, there was nothing wrong. Um, Apparently, this is like a three-man flight. Um, What I got from the podcast, though, like, they didn't really mention, like, they say here that there really wasn't any financial reason for them to do this like for the person to do it, but there might have been like a history of like mental health illness, something like that. Um, that might have led to it. They don't have anything concrete to really say, but that's more or less what they're saying from their findings. Um, which also kinda adds up because they said it just doesn't like the plane just doesn't make a no side like that unless you make it. And then not to mention that there was a little bit of correction before it was too late, but it was too late. Um which shows that maybe, okay, the co-pilot or, you know, the other pilots or whatever maybe started realizing, oh, stop, what's happening? But it was too late. You couldn't correct it. Um, that's all I really have heard so far. So I wanted to talk about that, leave a little article for some reference. Um, and last but not least, we're going to crescendo into um, the trial. You know it. Uh, the page six of all page sixes. Uh the Depp Heard trial. Um I really realize that I have not done a service to this and I apologize. Uh I mean granted that's pretty much all the news that I I do. I pretty much butcher it and thank you for sticking along. Or even if you just click on this just to like hear me talk for a little bit and then you move along. You're the best. Um but yeah, I kind of maybe wanted to cover some highlights from this week maybe leave some more thoughts uh i mean they did the closing um today but uh you know there's still still gonna be a verdict or what have you at least on johnny depson i don't know if they were able to get them lumped in together um but i would suggest going to the new york post it gives you a great like, just long, little bit of timeline with some pictures, you know, I like my little pictures, um, but yeah, um, more or less, though, it, from here, it pans out from, like, day, or day 20 of the trial, um, I mean, it's a lot, <laughs> um, I more or less kind of want to share some of my thoughts, as it, not so much on, like, the, the blow for blow, more expert testimony, uh, Kate Moss, uh testified um her testimony was very interesting because it, it does poke a big hole in herds whole little thing about hey i knew the story johnny told me that he threw her down the stairs and beat her up and like i didn't want that to happen to my sister that's why i punched him uh kate moss more or less was like no that didn't happen like that just didn't happen he was not physical to me the event that was described was more or less johnny was in the room with me he leaves the room i then go to like move leave the room or something and she like slips and falls it was an accidental thing it was not johnny's fault at all and that was more or less what she was saying she left it at that oh sorry i'm parched um uh, more or less johnny also testifies echoing that um Amber Heard, um, oh, also another key thing was, it's kind of noted here, I noted it a lot, that Amber Heard's team doesn't cross-examine, to me that's an important thing, my law and order brain goes, ooh, that's a little spicy, you, don't you want that, don't you want a piece of that conversation, isn't that important, or, or is it that, is it already that damning and you don't want to make that worse, um, let's see, what else is there, Heard does testify Um She kind of says well Like that's one of like Johnny's friends of course she's Gonna back Johnny she's not gonna tell The truth or whatever like more Or less trying to just like slight That story uh and Stick to hers um Let's see Weird guy let's see Dr. David Spiegel Please look him up there's Like some videos of him doing some weird mouth Movements and stuff very cringe um more or less his testimony was like trying to say like look johnny he's he just has a he is a bad vibe i'm telling you this is like a psychiatrist he is like a bad inner like the way he talks the way he you know is slurring his speech and doing this and that he's just not he's not in control he's out of control like more or less that's the summary of his statement uh he's on cross-exam and gets a little bit burnt in my opinion uh that's where he does the weird mouth stuff i think um let's see more camille vasquez definitely a big staple i feel like in the like last half of the 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 trial like um they also talk about there's like a moment where they talk about like an umbrella guy i guess it's like a fan and then like apparently there was worried that a witness interacted with said fan on twitter or something um Let's see, let's see, what are some more highlights I want to talk about here as I scroll around? Um, a lot of talk about Aquaman, like, where did she stand with Aquaman 2? Um, it's said that, like, Jason Momoa really fought for her to be on the show, but um, on the movie, but um, they really were kind of anti it. Um, I disagree with the assumption there's like a little highlight here. Expert. Aquaman should have been herd's stars Born moment. I really don't feel like those are really comparable, but maybe that's just my personal opinion. Maybe I'm wrong there. Um, let's see. What are some more highlights? They talk about his finger a lot. There's a surgeon who more or less kind of disputes it like an expert. The surgeon who actually does it is kind of like, eh, I'm a little vague. I don't really want to like talk too much this way or the other. Um, at least kind of was what I gathered from this, uh, article. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, Depp tried to get the counterclaim thrown out, but I, it was not successful. Um, let's see. They, the whole cavity inspection or one of like the rape kind of situation, Uh, was addressed by, like, the guy who, let's see, ex-owner of Hicksville Trailer Park. Um, He kind of says that he didn't really see any of that kind of behavior from Johnny that night. Um, Let's see. They talk about Amber Heard smirking. Uh, Let's see, let's see. I'll move on from that. Um, there's another expert from Johnny's side that like disputes the other psychiatrist or whatever, kind of saying like, "Hey, you shouldn't do like armchair psychiatry if you haven't actually like talked to the dude." Um, there is a friend of the sister of Amber Heard who testifies. Um, and she says she never saw Johnny Depp higher drunk, um and that her never told her that the actor was abusive. I'm sure that kind of maybe pokes a hole in some other previous thing. um Let's see. Also, another thing too. I, I referenced before that I kind of said that I felt uh, not kind. I I said that I felt like the airplane thing was maybe where he was maybe the most physically abusive. um I don't know. I, I like I said that's kind of where I wanted to say like I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Like. My research on this has not been the most stout. I kind of take what I can get. I kind of run with it. I kind of come back to the New York Post a lot. Um, you know, there's a chance that maybe it wasn't exactly either. Um, we will kind of get to, though, in terms of what exactly are you going to call abuse, whether it's going to be physical or verbal, because it just kind of talked about in the closing statements. Um, let's see. Johnny does get back on the stand. Um, he does, uh, knock against the taking eight to 10 MDA, eight to 10 MDMA pills. Um, he said, no, I have not because I'd be dead. Um, which I kind of agree with. I mean, you're a man. And at that time you're what, late forties. Um, I I know me, I've taken a lot of drugs. If I'm at that age and I'm contemplating taking more than one to two of those kind of pills, I'm done I'm folding that I don't want to come back um I I don't know It's, it's also what is it Vasquez she does uh half of the um closing and she references that moment where he's like really zonked out like hand in his pocket ice cream drooling from his face and like Amber Heard's recording it she kind of talks and says like hey like isn't it like fucked up you're trying to sit there and say that you're the victim but you're recording this man like this and you're not getting him help um thought it was like an interesting approach you know um let's see yeah, Deb goes into more details about his finger he talks about how he felt um like really betrayed and hurt and was disgusting that amber heard took the story he told her about kate moss because he told her about her slipping and she's like oh um you know she just completely warped that Whereas like Amber Heard, I think she kind of says, like, well, no, it was also a known rumor. Like that was something that was going around, and he said no, that was true. So mm-hmm. um, let's see. More blah blah blah. Um let's see. I want to get to the rest of the closing statements, I think. So I just want to end it. Uh let's see. TMZ guy comes. He's a cool looking guy with a nice mustache. <laughs> um they talk about the bruising being fake. Cosmetic. Not maybe not the TMZ guy. I'm just saying that's brought up. Um let's see here. You can tell I really just want to be done with it. <laughs> Sorry guys. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Thanks for putting up with me. Um I would like to put as much of a bow on it as I can. Um yeah, they really just do their best to try to poke holes in Amber Heard's thing. I guess for me, I really do feel like it. if you're doing a percentage that I don't feel like is the best way to do this, um, I think Johnny Depp's team put on a better display of what their truth is. I think Amber Heard's team tried to really show and prove at least bits of abuse. And that maybe you don't believe all of it, but hopefully you just believe at least one thing. And if you can believe that one thing, then you have to rule in the, in, on the side of Amber Heard. You at least have to say that Johnny Depp should not be allowed any money. And Amber Heard should get something, maybe. But, like, at least that. Um, I really feel like they kind of hinged a lot of their closing statement on that. Made sense to me. Um, gosh, let's see. Um, I do think a lot of public opinion Is on Johnny Depp's side We've talked about that before um, How people are just going crazy uh, Going dumb Going stupid for Johnny But um You know To me it has been a very interesting thing to watch Uh, You can call me a vulture For you know talking about it And harping on it Even though like I said I didn't do it justice But it is interesting to me. I do... I I won't lie. I mean, maybe that's the voyeur in me or what have you. But I did like seeing something that wasn't like a um, criminal case. This was like just a different type of thing. Um, But it was really like just two celebrities. So I was like, okay. um, You know, we'll definitely come back with the verdict. um, If they do come out by this week. I don't really know how these... How fast these might wrap up or not. Um... You know, if you have my socials or you want to talk about it, by all means, we can talk about it. I'd love to. Um, thank you for hanging in for... Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. I want I wanted to do one more thing. One more thing. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, R. P. Ray Liotta. Um, let's see. I know I'm doing this on the fly. I just remembered at the end and I wanted to like talk about it real quick. Uh, 67. I believe he died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic. Um, really sad. Um for me, Goodfellas is a favorite. Um, I know a lot of people talk about Field of Dreams. I didn't really watch that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. He was Tommy Versetti, which, uh, what is it, Vice City or whatever? That one's a banger. I'm a San an Andreas boy. That was my favorite, but both good, both fuck. Uh, but I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna, we, I'm gonna throw flowers. We love him. Hell yeah, let's go. Um, but I got to talk about one of my least favorite fucking movies and I'm going to see if I can find it and see if I can get the name right. I think it is called in the name. Yeah. 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 Here it is. In the name of the King, a dungeon siege tale, though, one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen God damn. And it's not Ray Liotta's fault. I'm not really gonna give him the L. The only L I give him is they gave him a weird jacket. And this is on wardrobe. What were you doing? It just didn't feel timely at all. Why does he have this leather trench coat? Is that timely for the medieval age? Weird ass fucking shit. Where's Jason Statham movie? Very bad. Um, but hey, Ray Liotta showed up. He got his paper and I gave that to him. That was very Marlon Brando of him. Um, but yeah. Number one good fella. We're gonna miss him. Um... I got to stop saying thoughts and prayers, I think. That's one thing I learned from this week. That's for sure. That's like the most conservative ass fucking thing to do, right? Um, but yeah, I got a Patreon. If you would like to support my broke ass, uh, help the podcast, whatever, you think I deserve it. I don't know. Pick your reason. Uh, dollar, that helps. That's something. We love that. Um, $5 gets you Patreon or gets you Discord access and then also gets you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, Stephanie Renee Thank you You're the best Love you You're the queen Of News Newsstand You are I just gotta say it That's real talk um, Longest running donator You're the best um, If you wanna be like her Step up <laughs> No um, Let's see Gmail.com Slash Isaiah News One I think If you wanna reach me The dry way I eventually get around uh rolling that Over And trying to It's it's usually dry though guys I'm gonna remote you um, but yeah, uh, if you want to hit me up, you can, um, I'll see you again for the next episode on Sunday. Um, uh, until then be safe. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye. Bye.